0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the GMS Magazine Podcast, the RPG room season, whatever I can remember. Anyway, this is a new season. I am Paco Garcia, your co-host.
1: And uh, I'm Rob Adams, your co-host.
0: Yeah, actually, who the hell are you?
1: <laughs> I just jumped on here. I saw an open <laughs> channel, so I jumped it.
0: Yeah, uh, hi, uh, hi, Rob. Uh, nice, nice. Actually, listeners, believe it or not, Um, I have no idea how these podcasts are going to turn out because I think this is the first time that I actually have a voice conversation with Rob. Uh, Rob, we've spoken on Facebook, but I've, I've never spoken to you before. I don't know if I like you.
1: No, and we haven't (laughs) decided that either. Uh, I don't know if I like myself sometimes, so, you know, oh. that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I'm enough. down on myself.
0: Now, come on, you're a nice guy on Facebook. I like you. I I like your your Facebook self. I'm, I'm, I think that's something that psychiatrists are going to start using soon. You know, your child <laughs> self is, is, is your adult self, your crazy self, your Facebook self. Um,
1: well... Um, I'm exactly who I am on Facebook, so I don't uh, I get the whole package.
0: Oh, well then, it's nothing,
1: there's nothing hidden um, from between me and Facebook. I don't hide behind IRC channels or anything like that.
0: Well, then we should be fine. But no, actually, in, in seriousness, who are, who are you and why are you here? Tell people why we should listen to you. I know why I should listen to you, otherwise you wouldn't be here. But the rest of the planet may be a little bit more oblivious.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a public, published game designer. Um, I'm a full-time GM. I run games at least two or three times a week. Uh, miniature games, RPGs, tabletop, video games. My kids are gamers. I'm actually a second-generation gamer. I was brought into it from my father. Um, so I've published miniature and tabletop games as well as RPGs uh, under both uh, formerly, it was the Armchair General, Um that's uh, changed. It's actually Dashly Design Games now, but um, that's my freelance thing. And then I uh, do work for the industry. Um, I've worked with uh, Jim Pinto and Protocol, and I've worked on Shine Tar with Sean. And I've uh, done other projects in the past, Pulp Alley and things like that. So I'm very familiar with the industry. It's a passion of mine. I live and breathe this stuff, both gaming and really geek fandom in general. I am a geek's geek.
0: I like the sound. Of that. Actually, you say you're a full time gamer. Do you mean that you actually is, is are a full time GM? Is that your job? Or part um, of it? I,
1: you know, that's an interesting question. I have been, this is gonna, this is, some people are gonna be like, oh man, how did you do that? But I have been paid to run games before um, at some of the larger conventions. And actually, uh, a while back, there was a, a game store here that used to pay its GMs to come in and run games. But no. Um, when I say full time, I mean, you know, I run games. At least half of the week. So I'm constantly thinking of games, game design, uh, theory, and things like that. You know, different puzzles, different challenges, how to make something new and unique and fun and different, and really try to figure out what everybody wants in the game. Because, you know, running those games, it's actually pretty complicated because mm-hmm. everybody wants something different from the game. So it's really meeting people, talking to people, getting out there. But no, actually, my full time job is information security. So, that's uh, and of course I have my game design publishing company and uh, I uh, run games.
0: And you know, I
1: have father and husband too. So,
0: so you have several jobs. Well, uh, one, thing, you know, recently there there was a discussion in uh, one of the Facebook forums, Spanish forums, which by the way are full of absolute shitheads. It's it's horrific, and uh, there was a massive argument because a fella. Who is unemployed at the moment basically said, I am going to try and make a living out of running RPGs and be a professional GM. And you would be amazed at how people jumped at his throat, uh, saying that it was immoral and that it was absolutely inappropriate for him to try and make money out of running games. I was flabbergasted, completely and utterly flabbergasted by that shit.
1: I think that's probably mostly jealousy. Honestly, I I don't mean to be crass to people, but uh, for me, I would be a little jealous. Hey, somebody is being able to run a game, which I do for fun on my spare time. This guy's wanting us to pay for it. Now, if he's charging his 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 group, that's something between him and his group. But a lot of times, especially these newer game cafes, they'll hire people to come in and run games. They'll run tabletop board games. They'll be like a game facilitator, not just a game master. Uh, and they'll come in and they'll help with those things. And that—that that is, a, in fact, a full-time job. Hmm. Um, in fact, a buddy of mine starting a new game company. It's okay. I'd like to go ahead and say the name online here. But um, is that all right with you?
0: Dude, this is your podcast. You can do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Well, that's good then. So it's Lucky Meeples. And uh, it's Kelly Foote. He's starting off with uh, his, his um, investors with, I think, several... Uh, game cafes throughout the United States. And I believe they're starting up at six. A couple of them in in Texas, uh, one, I think, in Orlando. Not sure of all the locations yet, but uh, I do know that they're planning on, you know, full-blown nice game tables that they're making themselves and they're they're going into it. So he's going to be probably looking for people, not probably, will be looking for people to go in and uh, run games and that kind of thing and have game experts, subject matter experts come in and really help new people into the hobby because that's really what it's about you Mm. want to keep a hobby expanding so you got to keep bringing people into the fold and teaching them and showing them why you love the gaming so much so that they can love it too and bring new ideas
0: absolutely but also i don't know i think i you know you hear so many times these old say you know that you will never have a job when you make a living out of your hobby so i cannot imagine anything cooler that somebody who is so passionate about RPGs and enjoys running RPGs so much, that he's actually making a living out of that I would, I am so up for that, I would love to see so many people be able to do that, you know I, I know people who make a living out of being doctors and they, they absolutely adore medicine and adore being doctors, I know people who make a living out of making games because they're so passionate and they love it So, and I like that, I like the feeling, the thought that people can make a living and enjoy but by enjoying what they do so much so I, I just cannot fathom why anyone would be against the notion of somebody making a living out of something that's so so lovely with. It's, it's ridiculous
1: i agree uh, again i really do think it's a bit of a jealousy thing um a lot of people uh, are in jobs that they may not enjoy and, uh, and they look at someone that's in something that they like and they kind of get bitter about it and jealous. And that's a sad thing. I'd really like to talk to that person and say, Hey, look, you know, what do you like to do? And let's see if we can find something for you in that type of field or that type of industry. And, you know, you can make a living out of, I mean, authors, um, I've written a few books myself and, you know, when you go to publish, uh it's a minefield. You mm. you get told no, no, no. And there's a lot of uh that. So it's the same with if you want to go run games, you have to pitch this idea. I mean I saw something that looked kind of crazy today. It was a guy that was charging for his wedding. He's charging people to come to his wedding and uh him and his wife were trying to have this business model set up. They had a really nice hotel and everything and they figured they couldn't really afford it. They were gonna put in a portion of it and everybody else was gonna contribute to it. And that way they were like investing in the couple's future. Now me, I don't know if I would want to do that, but it's an it's an idea, it's a new idea. So of course a lot of people are like that's stupid. Um you know, game design that's been around. Running games for money, it's been around longer than you think, but not as a living. Like, you know, you might get paid five, ten bucks to run a game from somebody. Or if if like with me, I've been a magic judge, so you go in and you run a magic game. And as the judge, you get paid so much uh, to run that game, either in cards product or um, possibly credit from the store. Or sometimes you know cash prizes or uh, credit from Watson itself. So that's sort of similar. But what, we're, what you're talking about is a full time GM, and uh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen a full time, you know, part time. Absolutely full time. Mm, I don't know. Um, yeah. And then you. The, what, what should they get paid? Is it a minimum wage job? If so, what's minimum wage? And that's a whole no. other discussion.
0: Well, but, uh, well, I guess that's the thing. You know, before <laughs> I go into that, I need to tell you something crazy about Spain and weddings. And is that most weddings actually expect people to pay to be there.
1: Interesting. See, that's not the, the case in the, in the States at all. Well,
0: that is a new thing, I have to say. That is a new thing, and it hasn't always been the same. In fact, my brothers got married, and uh, basically we invited whoever we wanted to invite, and there was an awful lot of people there. But apparently, these days in Spain, because of the crisis and you know lack of money and whatever, what happens is that the couple will invite you, but you have to pay for your meal. Hmm. So I, I think that's despicable, quite frankly. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I would never go to a wedding. What was that? And I have to pay for you to have your great day? Peace off. Uh, I'll I'll buy you dinner at some point, but get lost. So anyway, <laughs> uh, it's true. Right?
1: <laughs> it was mostly because a lot of people don't like going to weddings anyway. anyway. It
0: expensive. Uh,
1: they're, you know.
0: It's expensive. You know, why would I want to pay 50 bucks for a meal? Uh, at, at, at your way? No, sorry. No, I, I uh, love my friends, but I don't love them enough for that. So it's cool. Um, and anyway, I was going to say something about the full time thing. Actually, yes, the, the job thing, I think actually should be paid very well. Uh, let's say that you're running a game for three hours. Yep. But also, I suppose we have to consider how long is it going to take you to, Prepare for that game because it's learning the game, is practicing a little bit, and then learning or developing the adventure. Sure, so all that has to be taken into account. Sure. So
1: I agree. I agree. All the, all the time that you spend prepping and everything else, and I think also your seniority possibly should be taken into account. How much experience you have running these games and things, yeah. uh, just like any other resume. You know, I've been doing game design since I was five. Uh, so, which is true, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you, my yeah, Stranger Things type five-year-old games but uh still you know um we have i've been doing these things for a long time and a lot of other people have too they uh, they've been running these games a long time so so you put 20 years um I'm, I'm older than 25 but you put 20 years on your resume i've been gaming for 20 years i've been running games with a group study for five years what's that worth i i don't know
0: I don't know. I, don't know. Five, I think it should be worth quite a lot. But anyway, but
1: you got to bring people, Paco. I mean, you, you have to bring people to the table, yes. right? You have to sell it. You have to have a good game, an interesting game. You have to be able to resolve conflict. So you have to be a bit of a psychiatrist when you're running these games. or a psychologist at any rate um, to, to really understand the, the differences like I was saying earlier about pe- the differences of people, what they want, what they're looking for, the different types of personalities, and all these people come together. And a lot of them Everybody I know that games is extremely smart, and it's just the way it is. So you have a bunch of people that are very, very smart, They spend an awful lot of time studying things. They have ideas in their heads about how things should go. And your job as a GM is to make some of that happen and to challenge them on other things. And so that's, that's tricky. Um, I think it's very tricky. It's a lot of fun, but uh, canned adventures don't cut it. They just don't.
0: Well, hmm, we can talk about that. actually that something we can talk about in a podcast. Can adventures? Yes or no? Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, we can do that another, another time. But I'm just saying, for for something like that, you really want to have an ongoing thing like that. You have to be able to spontaneously
0: change. Well, yeah, but uh, I think that's that's I think that's a basic um, skill that pretty much any GM has to have. I mean, I of imagine a GM who just has to run this adventure and can never improvise or really jump with the flow of whatever the players throw at them in their faces um, and be successful. I I can't imagine that to happen. So, yeah. Uh, One thing, you know, we we have to talk, um, and and I know that we should have done this talk uh, off off microphone, but we have to talk, what what are we going to do with the podcast? What what are we going to talk about?
1: Why don't we ask our listeners? What do they want to hear? There's so many podcasts that do so much uh, of these not this specifically, we're going to want to do something fun and different and new so what are you you interested in? Are we interested in Starfinder? That's cool, that's new the new Numenera is going to be coming out Monica, that's that's sexy and new Um, are we limiting it to RPGs, to games? Uh, I don't like limiting things so what do you want to talk about? I'm good for whatever I think also the listeners should get this voice maybe throw us some ideas as well
0: well, I'm, I'm I'm sure they will because uh, the three listeners we have, they are absolutely <laughs> wonderful people.
1: <laughs> I love you, three guys. Yeah. Oh, well, ladies.
0: La- well, exactly. I- we don't know. No, the is, know the genders. We don't need to think about the gender. genders. Genders. It doesn't matter. It's fluid. Yes. And it, yeah. And I I don't care. They are people. I don't want to shag them or anything. So I don't care what gender they are. Why should it bother me? It's not my business. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, I only care because I need to know how to address them. So uh, it's always good when you introduce yourself to somebody and say, Hi, Panko. And you can address me as he. um, Because I I am a he. Uh, So that's always good. But um, I don't know. Um, To be honest, I really haven't thought about it this much i know that uh, i mean as you know because you know i mean on facebook i am very much an lgbtqi plus and uh on this wait,
1: wait a minute wait a minute you're you're gay oh yeah oh uh, no 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 we can't talk anymore oh no, hey no. see that that's it man we're done oh it's
0: damn done. it
1: <laughs> obviously i'm kidding <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh my lord people take yeah it's like oh
0: no or whatever there's no space for you here don't politicize my games don't say lgbtqi how can you bring politics I, into gaming if I say, say I
1: have, if I say i had, if i say i had a gay roommate for two years dear great dear friend would that be like you saying i have a black friend in the same kind of this contest like oh i'm not you know i gotta it, it's kind of like that right so who cares exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want love what you want love you know, absolutely that's it's coming into the industry too which you know, some people are very adverse to me. I say, hey, it's in the books. Cool. Keep it. If you want in your group, don't. If you don't, but it's going to attract new people, which is the point. You want to sell it to as many people as you can to to, to expand the the universe and to uh, to expand this knowledge and this fun, this hobby that we have, because it's all about fun. It's not about gatekeeping and all this kind of crap. It's about fun. And uh, that, that can be a whole other thing, a whole podcast. Yes. What is gaming about and why do we game? So,
0: yes. But anyway, I mean, because I am very much a social justice warrior. Yes, people, I am. I take that as pride. And if you try to listen to this, whatever, whoever is listening to this, if you really think you're going to insult me by calling me a social justice warrior, you are a fucking idiot. So.
1: But you're not. You're not. You're not like. You're not the SJW guy that's going to go in there and start crap with people just to do it. You're going to be the guy that defends somebody that's getting picked on or being bullied or if somebody pisses you off. You're not just the guy going out there looking for trouble, which uh, I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of Nazis and start shit. Well, you know, that can be fun, but it can be dangerous too. Um, And you know what? That philosophy is dying off, so great. Uh, (laughs) uh, It'd be nice if it eventually would go away completely, but as the world we live in, so just love everybody. That's what I say, man. Exactly. And but, uh, but labels are—I wouldn't—I wouldn't label myself anything. If I, were you, I think that you're a good guy. No, no, I uh,
0: know, but I have to label because there are people who are against us, and the reason why I try to touch on these topics and I take them very, very seriously is because an awful lot of people still expect erasure from RPGs, where they will see absolutely no one within the LGBTQI spectrum. And and I find that uh, incredibly unacceptable, which is why I am so passionate about the whole thing. So listeners, if you're new to the podcast, uh, just so you know that this is an inclusive, it will always be an open podcast to social justice uh, and feminism and LGBTQI. And we will be discussing things to do with how people react to the presence of LGBTQI within role-playing games. Uh, Because, you know, it happens so often that massive arguments and rows spark whenever a gay person comes out of the closet within a game. So I I think, as far as I'm concerned, I want this podcast to be a platform for reivindication uh, and social justice and inclusivity because I want my hobby to be inclusive, fully, fully inclusive and diverse. It needs to be diverse. RPGs need more diversity.
1: I think it's headed that way, Papa. Yeah. I think it's headed that way as people become more understanding and accepting of people and, and you know, the religion and everything else aside, people can still go, yeah, that's, that's their... I'm going to use the word choice, obviously, I don't necessarily believe that, but that's there to them to certain people. They're their choice. Other people say, so I love it. I can't help it. I'm born that way. Regardless of all of that and your philosophy, I can tell you that I know several gaming groups in town that have conservatives and progressives in the US, which to the rest of the world, honestly, that is not that big of a gap. Um, I know in the rest of the, in the U.S. it's a huge thing, but in the rest of the world, the difference between left and right is much, much, much larger, right? Probably mm-hmm. you're in Spain, you know. Um, so I, I think it's happening, uh, you know, and I, I'm all for that. Um, it's, it's funny. You say SJW, Warrior for Yourself, me. I'm sort of an ANCAP, but I also... Uh, believe in love. And I believe in fairness. So, um, you know, my, uh, my political philosophy has changed an awful lot over the years. And and it's gone more left, uh, much, much further left than what it was when I was a young man. And that's interesting, because, you know, you usually hear people say the opposite. But for me it's it's been it's
0: been that way no I, I agree because in my case it's also happening that way i grew up in a very conservative environment with very very right uh, leanings right wing leanings and i am very much a lefty uh, right now because of my personal experiences uh, but going back to what you were mentioning earlier and how uh, the hobby is heading that way, I think it's heading that way because there are an awful lot of people who are actually talking about it and imposing the conversation. You know, we are yeah. not shutting up when people say, oh, we don't want to hear about this or, oh, it, it will eventually happen. You know, I've had people telling me, oh, you, you don't need to talk about it because eventually it's going to happen. So yes, just yes, let, let it be. it mm. be. And uh, you know, I think we need to have these conversations. I need to have—we we need to have these discussions, uh, and we need to say these things and keep the topic going until the moment comes when there is no need to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think that it's—is—is it's the one thing that I definitely, definitely want to help improve within both the industry and the gaming community. And I think the gaming community needs it a great deal more. Than, than the industry itself because the, the rpg industry except the four or five idiots out there it's actually pretty inclusive and pretty diverse i like it
1: i would agree with that and i think that you know people are going to be people in their individual groups um you know you're not going to be able to i don't i'm going to use the word force you force people to do what they won't do but you can certainly educate people hmm. Uh, and show people the truth, and go, hey, this is what is really going on. Uh, I've been able to show people on the left stuff that's happening here in this country, bad on the left, like the stuff with Hillary. Bernie should have probably taken that nomination. Everyone knows that. So that was dark. That was that was dirty. Um, the, the right. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. But yeah, you know, this this politics stuff. Uh, I don't know why it has to get into games. Um, I don't know if people can't just love each other for who they are. And if you're not going to sleep with the person and you're not interested in them that way, then what does that much matter? Um, exactly. You know, so, so yes, um, I'm with you on that. But uh, as far as the podcast topics, you know, we can talk about the inclusivity of gaming, absolutely. New games, uh, game theory, game design, GMing, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm, I like fandom too. So we can talk about the latest episode of uh, Orville. <laughs> or uh, Change Things, or whatever. Or Orville, so. uh, Actually,
0: that thing has not reached Spain yet. And I'm, to be honest, I am not even sure I want to watch it. Should I? It's Seth. Yeah, do, that's what worries me. You
1: li- do you like Family Guy? That's Is it Family Guy in space? Not entirely, but it's definitely full of Seth's humor, which is some of it is lowbrow, obviously, but some of it's pretty high. More, more intellectual humor. That's that's uh, because it's stuff that'll get you. Like, um, did you see that thing that was happening? And they'll just point it out as opposed to letting it go in the background. And be like, you know, hey, this thing happened. And I don't want to tell you what it is because it's a funny part, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone of the listeners. But that's that's the kind of idea. And they get into these situations, but it's very Star Trek esque, which is on purpose, most likely. It's a little bit of Star Trek, a little bit of Galaxy Quest. Um it's not Tim Allen. It's Seth. So Tim was more family-friendly, wholesome. Seth, not so much on the family thing. <laughs> um, but it's it's a good. I like it. Uh, it's funny.
0: Okay. Uh, well, wow. I,
1: I liked it within the first ten minutes of watching. I was cracking up. And uh, it's, your mileage may vary, obviously, but I think it's very funny. And it's inclusive. Um, it's. <laughs> I will tell you one thing, okay? That's one thing. Yeah. There's a there's an alien on the ship that is a species of alien of of uh, you know and they have all male okay. members, right? The whole thing is all male members and well how do they reproduce? We can find out in the show. And they're all supposed to be male, but uh, something happens. And again, I don't want to spoil it, but okay. the, the security officer on the sh- on the ship is part of an all-male um, race and well how do they reproduce and, and this is this is the whole thing uh, how, how indeed
0: um, okay well I'll, so, uh, because but it's
1: inclusive there's that uh kind of thing in there and then there's I, I, again there's so much that happens in the first episode that for me to say anything would spoil spoil it for everyone so i'll leave it at that okay. i've already said too much anyway so
0: well i'll, I'll wait until i recommend started.
1: it i recommend it it's funny
0: I'll wait until he gets this Spain and then I'll watch it just because you recommend it. And if I don't like it, I will blame you for wasting 40 minutes of my life.
1: That's fine. I can go ahead and pay you if you want a cash or check <laughs> on Actually, I'll just run a game for you, and you can pay me, and so okay. that you'll owe a little bit more than because of my experience.
0: Okay, that that sounds good. I, I, I like the sound of that. Excellent. <laughs> right, uh, we, we've we've been rambling for for about twenty five minutes, and we still haven't said anything congruent. Anyway, uh, listeners, the three of you uh, get together, uh, you know, get get your your brain together, so you can tell us what the hell you want us to talk about. And if you don't say you don't say anything. Then we are gonna, we're going to talk about whatever we want, and you may not like it, so, and you're going to listen to the podcast anyway, because after all, these are voices you really like to send you to sleep. So um, you might as well say something, so we can say something interesting. I don't know, yes, whatever.
1: Yeah, we can talk about, uh, you know what? One of the podcasts we can go over is we can go over one of my favorite train manufacturers, which is uh, the Miniature Building Authority, and they, okay. they produce high-quality pre-painted resin Beautiful uh, sculpting kits. You can see them all over my Facebook. Uh, of course, then there's also the Golden Forge stuff, which Stefan this fantastic work mm-hmm. on, and I'm also a big fan of that as well. So I definitely am b- big into the miniatures and the train and all that kind of stuff with the tabletop. So that's definitely a topic we can discuss. And like I said, I even do wargaming. Do you do any wargaming? Cooking?
0: No, I tried wargaming and I found it so. Boring. I, I just couldn't <laughs> hack it.
1: <clears throat> That's too bad. Uh, maybe it was the game that you tried. Um, perhaps. I, I, uh, I, I do you I have any interest in history at all?
0: I, I think it was the crew and not the game.
1: And eh, that happens too. Yeah. But I, uh, do you do well, you have any interest in history?
0: Yes, but I can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember your own history. I can't. Remember. I I have the worst memory on the planet and uh, i Amazing. just cannot remember dates i cannot remember places i cannot remember names so people tell me these wonderful stories on, about history and i absolutely love hearing them and then five minutes later i try to remember and and it's it's like "Paco, stop butchering history you know you you are an embarrassment shut up
1: that's too bad but i can tell you that i'm like dr jones senior i write it down in a book so that i don't have to remember it on many things like that, and as far as historical gaming, a lot of that's already written on a scenario for you anyway. Depending yeah. on what you decide to play, right? if it's so, American Civil War, Spanish Civil War, Mexican Civil War, um, Vietnam, which you know, French Indochina wars, things like that. It's interesting. Our, our species, we measure. I don't like this, but we do. We measure our period uh, of history by war. We don't measure by peace. And I say the the history of peace that that we had between Spain, England, and France. It was this awesome time. We all got together and we smoked lots of dupes. No. <laughs> this war, this war, this war. And, and that's kind of telling to me. But
0: I, I think that's probably because we, we like to look back at the past and say, oh, look how we, we killed each other. <laughs> look how we were silly. Let's do it again.
1: I think Doctor Who says it the best, the Dalek. You know, what, are, what is humanity good for, or good at, not good for? We're good at a lot of things. We're good for a lot of things, but what are we masters at? And the dogs just killing yourselves. Yeah, you're good at killing yourselves, man. And that's again back to what we were talking about earlier about Gamergate and keeping everything, um, you know, into one group and being uh, not being inclusive in your gaming group. Uh, those kinds of things, really. Um, the other, they're different than us we don't want to hang out with them, they're, they're France they're Spain, they're that, and that's what we're doing, we're reenacting these battles, we play historical games, which they can be fun um, and there's a lot of people, a lot of brave people on all sides of these conflicts that, you know, I, my hat's off to them but, as far as uh, as far as topics as you know, our three listeners have heard, we can talk about anything
0: Well, I'm sure so. that they will, they will give us a hand but it's time to bid them Farewell, so they can go back to their petty life. Sorry, to their lives and uh, enjoy a caputinal or something, whatever like that. I don't know. Whatever they, you three are going to do. Uh, that's two
1: now. I think you've you've upset someone. So I I, oh, are Two
0: people? Yeah, oh, shit. I better shut up um, <laughs> Right, listeners. Uh, seriously, thank you uh, very very much indeed for being there. Uh, do send us your requests. And uh, your ideas, because they will be taken very seriously, I promise. I promise. And if I don't promise, Rob will, because he's a lot more professional and serious than I am. Um, So there you go. Uh, But anyway, until next time, do get in touch on Facebook, get in touch on Twitter. I am at GMS Magazine. Uh, Rob, do you have a Twitter handle?
1: Yeah, my Twitter handle is ManiacSploit.
0: Do I follow you?
1: No, but you can. Um, maniac exploit, like exploit, but with, with no X, so uh, just
0: exploit. Okay, I'll, I'll follow you in a minute, um, otherwise the keyboard will sound. Uh, it, uh, people, you can also send us an email, but I don't have an email address ready for this yet, so I will tell you the email address in the next, next podcast. But, uh, anyway, until next time, I am Paco Garcia.
1: I'm Rob Adams.
0: And we'll talk to you very soon.